Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We took last week off, and um, if you know Ryan, you understand why. I gave him I gave him a week off, let him to focus, let allowed him to focus on other things. Um, it was a big week. It was a big week for for uh, it seemed like my state too, which was weird, but um, enormous week for Georgia. We're gonna dive into that, okay? Sports wise, it's been a great week, been a great year to be a Georgian. Um, and um, we're, we're going to get into it. But uh, thank you guys for joining us. This is BD Radio, episode 86 of the podcast. We're still going strong. The road to 100, we still got to figure out what we're going to do for that. But, um, hey, <laughs> we're doing it live, as always. Thank you all for being here. And um, this is your co-host, Cam. Alongside me, as always, is Ryan, a.k.a. Groobs, a.k.a. The Goat. How are you, man? I couldn't be better, man. I have been waiting to do this episode since Tuesday. Yeah, I've got the damn parade tomorrow. <laughs> I caught a damn foul ball at a game, Legendary. which is just absolutely awesome. Legendary. It's just say I've. There's no top in the way this week's gone. I love that. I love that. Hey, why? Why we're let's let's talk about your experience, and then we can talk about the series. In your experience, how was? Give me environment. Give me the environment outside of the stadium. Give me the electricity that surrounded the stadium. Give me the in indoors in the in stadium vibes. Give me give me all of it, man. How was it? All right, so we'll start start on Friday. It's the first game. I went to all three. So gotcha. Friday we get standing room only tickets. We're standing out in left field. We got there early as crap. It's cold. It's raining. It's mis. It's quite honestly, it's miserable. But we're at the World Series, so it's fine. Um, right. You know. We have four of us. We're literally taking shifts on going to the bathroom, getting beer, because people are literally trying to take our spot the entire time. But even through all of that, incredible experience. Um, I mean, the game in itself, it was the 2-0 victory. I mean, nothing too exciting happened, but, hey, we got to win, so that's all that matters. Um, there was a lot of people in the battery, of course, not as much as what you would come to see here in a little bit. Um, but, yeah, overall, great night. Drank a lot of beer. Um, was cold and wet, but not going to complain about that. Yeah. Now moving on to Saturday, Saturday, we had seats. It was still cold, still a little wet, but it didn't rain during the game. So thank God for that. But it was still really cold. Um, way better experience in the fact that the entire battery was slammed. Um, they had TV set up everywhere. The pull place was a buzz. Uh, you know, we, we struggled to get to a gate because of how packed it was, to be honest with you. Right. It was a fight. And so we get inside, we walk around, and it's still, I mean, you're barely moving trying to get across the entire stadium. Um, so that was kind of a pain in the ass, not going to lie, just because of what I'm used to with Braves games. I'm used to it being packed on the weekends, but not like that. That was something, something completely different. Right. And then, you know, we're sitting there – you know, we take all the pictures, and I, I don't think I've ever taken this many pictures in my life over three days, four uh -huh. four days, really. Um, but we, we sit there, we take, we do all that, then we're sitting there. We get to the fifth inning. Fifth inning is when I catch this damn foul ball. My dad ends up getting the time stamp last night and finds out it was off Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. And I'm, t I'm, not, I'm telling you, this wasn't a pop fly. This was a it's line hot. drive. It, it came in hot. My hand is finally not hurting anymore, and it, it didn't. Nothing broke. Just you know, pretty bruised for a couple of days. But 
Honestly, something incredibly awesome. I kind of blacked out there for about five minutes, to be completely and totally honest. I just grabbed it and picked the ball up and held it up. Did you um, did you catch it in the air or did you bat it down? Kind no, of? no, no. In the air, literally just like this. Kind of like a football. Stop it. Swear to God. That's awesome, dude. Well, the funny thing is, is my girlfriend and then Colin and Lindley, who were sitting next to me, all were in the bathroom. And so my dad's three rows up, and my mom's in the bathroom too. So none of them saw this except for my dad. So I just snag it, catch it, and hold it up, and then just sit there by myself for like another 10 minutes. And then they show <laughs> up. Then they show up, and I just hold the ball up. And they're like, what the hell? That's and I sit awesome. there and have to explain it. But I'm telling you, if if I don't catch that ball and my girlfriend's sitting next to me, it might hit her in the face. That's how. Okay. That's right where it was. I bet it was hot too. I mean, Jordan's a big guy. Yeah, I mean, it it wasn't it wasn't soft. I mean, I'm telling you, I had a bruise, but I mean, I caught it in the air and just blacked out from there. That's pretty lit, though, dude. You can say that you have a World Series ball. I know, and and then the, it's funny when we were sat down. I'm like, what am I gonna do if I catch a fall ball? Am I gonna give it to the kid behind me? I I didn't know. I caught it and like was shaking. I was like, nope, pocket. Yeah, hey man, look. If hey. I mean. Oh, hey, game 72 rolls around, you're at the game, you get a foul yeah. ball, you give it to the kid. World Series, that comes around every quarter century, you keep the ball. It's, yeah, it's, a, it, it's a free 26 for years. Almost. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kept it, obviously, just put it in my pocket. And then, and at this point, we're losing. We're down two to zero. And then I'm like, I caught this ball. We have to win. And then, of course, we're going to clinch. Like, we were going to clinch at home. That was a thought. So we end up winning that game. Incredible. You know, Riley hits the double to give us the run. Ozzy scores. And then the back-to-back home runs from Dansby and Solaire. Um, and it's funny because Solaire hit a foul ball in one of his earlier at-bats, and he smoked it over top of us. Like, I mean, it was a clear bomb, but it was it was foul. Right. And that guy's got stupid power. It's unreal. I mean, you saw that in bro. game six, but... Yeah, that man's it's stupid clearing, power. He's clearing stadiums. Yep. And so that we obviously win. Everybody's going nuts. And when we're walking out, you just see trash everywhere. Not as bad as what Sunday was. I'm getting to Sunday. Because Sunday is the most wild thing I've ever seen at, in any anything. Just the most insane thing. Mm. So we win that game, go home, sleep, whatever. Barely get. I, I mean, this entire weekend, I didn't sleep. It sucked. Because you had to be up and out and back here as soon as possible. Because um, I stayed at my girlfriend's a couple of nights just to get out of here for a little bit. Hmm. So Sunday rolls around. We don't do a whole lot. And, you know, on top of all this on Saturday, we had the Georgia-Florida game too. So we were in our little community room sitting there watching that. And that was a whole adventure in and of itself because there was a crazy guy who's, if you guys think anybody who's watched a football game with me knows I'm pretty crazy, getting a little mad at the TV and stuff. This guy took it to a whole nother level. Oh, it's like the worst, dude. Me, me times 10, and it made me reconsider everything in my life. I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to be this guy anymore, so I'm not going to be that guy. That's disgusting. So, it honestly, it kind of helped. I mean, he was more entertaining than the game because that first quarter sucked until the – I mean, the first half sucked really until those last two minutes. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about this later when we start doing our picks and whatnot. But you roll in from Georgia game kicking – Florida's ass, which was just a massive thing for me anyways. It's one one day of the year I actually look forward to because that's a, just a massive game for us. Then you roll into the World Series game, yeah. catch a foul ball, 
and you get a win to go up 3-1, Dope. it was an incredible night. Let me hey, so pull, then we roll. Put the ball up to the camera real quick. Is there anything different about it? Obviously, it says World Series on it, but like, I need that. To 20, un, I need that to. Un, I need that to focus in on that on that ball. So not, I know it's manual focus. So I'm sorry. It's, you're hating the manual focus feature. Yeah, I know. It's a. It just says official ball 2021 World Series right here in the middle. That's it's sick, pretty cool. Bro. Then it has uh, Manfred's signature underneath, and then obviously that this logo. Here I got another ball right here. This is you know your stupid little. It has yeah, that logo. That's your replica. Yeah. That's your shit ball. Yeah, we bought that the day, but like we. Oh, I mean, they were forty bucks. You kidding me? Hell no, nah, dude. But now I got yeah, this I, thing. I run my own ball for forty dollars. <laughs> that's dope, so, though. So Saturday, we finished Saturday on a high note. Then we roll into Sunday. People were down there at the battery at like noon. The game right. wasn't until eight. Sitting out in the green, getting chairs and stuff ready. And when I tell you there was maybe 150 to 200,000 people in the battery that day, I'm not kidding. Like in and out? Just in, just planted. Because they ha- not only did they have the screens in the in the bars, obviously, in the green and the big ball, they had them set up sporadically outside the battery so everybody could watch the game. And I'm telling you, there was a shit ton of people. Because everybody thought we were going to do it that night. And to be honest with you, and in hindsight's 2020 now is I'm glad we didn't win it because I might not have an apartment right now. Yeah. But again, same kind of issue. Had to fight our way to the gate. Um, this time we actually sat in left field, which is really cool. Um, we were in fourth row. That's where we sat obviously, when we went. Yeah. Um, it was really cool. It was awesome. Um, we it was sucked because it was Halloween and the guy sitting in front of me had this stupid weird little like king jester hat on, um, and so it, it like I couldn't see some of the shit. Um, I eventually no. changed with my girlfriend and she just would find little pockets to watch. Um, I mean, we lose that game, but the environment for that one off rip was the most nuts thing I've ever seen. Really? When he when Duvall hits that grand slam, that might be the loudest thing I've ever heard. Really? That comes, I mean, being in football stadiums and everything, right. it was the most crazy thing, at least, I've been a part of. It That's was cool. nuts. But so then we obviously th- lose. Do you think Atlanta gets, or Marietta gets trashed if y'all win? That, that day? Yeah. yeah. The, the battery does. Absolutely. Uh, I bet, yeah. I bet there's cops going to have to be everywhere. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, there was 300 cops. I mean, we're leaving. I saw three guys get arrested. What? Which was insane. Yeah, this... The one guy we really did see, I saw, I mean, we saw three guys get arrested on Tuesday because they stormed the field like idiots. Sheesh. Yeah. And I'll get into Tuesday night, too, because I watched it in the stadium there, too. Um, I I shut down a fuck Joe Biden chant. because Literally with one pitch left, like two outs left in the World Series, they're sitting there chanting, fuck Joe Biden right in front of me. I'm like, we're literally about to win the World Series, and this is what you guys are fucking doing? Right. Get that shit out of here, chant, let's go Braves. Right, and then this asshole kept waving his flag right in front of me, and I kept—I was about to throw my water bottle at him because I was not missing the last out of that World Series. <laughs> they all—they they all kept looking at me, laughing. I'm like, "Fuck out of here, dude! I sat here the entire game. Y'all think you're storming the field? You're not going to storm the field. The cops yeah. literally are going to arrest you." What a bad um, play, that play that would have been. Yeah, it was—it was dumb, but it, I just fun little fact. I shut down a fuck to a Biden chant when I never thought I'd do that. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, and it, it I just sucks I'm t- that they had that going though. They just wanted to make the news. 
Well, it's not even. It's just stupid to me. Like, we're literally about to win the World Series, and you're bringing up politics. Get that shit out of here. I'm only worried about what's on that screen right now. Right, 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 right. I'm with that. Something that hasn't happened in my, I mean, I, we were born when it happened. Literally, yeah. I, it was funny. I posted. Uh, they, they were like, where were you? And they raised on. I was like, literally in the womb. What do you mean? I was like four months, five months old. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. I was I was alive. I don't remember it, clearly. Obviously. It's the first year of my life. <laughs> I actually got to watch so, Sammy Sosa, too, when I was like one. Yeah, I, I got. Hey, I went to Wrigley Field. Apparently, watched <laughs> Sammy. He, uh, he yeah, struck uh, out hey, time, I'm pretty sure. I've been to all three Brave stadiums. I've only remembered two. I didn't even know there were three Brave stadiums. Yeah, there was Fulton County, then turned into Turner, then it, then Truist. Really? Yeah, the parking lot at Turner Field used to be Truist, or not Truist Fulton. Sorry. Interesting. Yep. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yep. So all in all, it was a pretty good time, huh? Oh, absolutely insane. The fact that I got to go to all three and then watch us clinch inside the stadium was absolutely awesome. It was dope. My buddy, uh, my buddy went uh, to two Yeah, games. Shane went. Yeah, Shane. Shane was there at two games. Him and his dad. Apparently his dad's from where you're from. He's from uh, Maryland. Oh, okay. Cool. The Kennesaw area. And uh, he yeah. uh, grew up there. And then uh, he obviously he's die hard, you know. And yeah. he was like, I just, I'm not going to miss this. You know, you don't right. ever know when, you know, in the Braves, you don't ever know when that's going to happen again. So yeah, they, uh, they did that and bit the financial bullet. I was looking at tickets and Jesus Christ, dude, you know, I, I let's just say I lucked out on this whole situation. Um, I'm forever grateful for the reason that I got to go and it's awesome. Uh, I, it's just incredible. It was awesome. Right. Yeah, that's uh, nutty. That's nutty. That's cool to experience that, bro. I wish, like, a part of me wishes I cheered for a team like that, for real. Like, even when Auburn was going to the national championship, I was like, I'm good. You know, like, I don't care. I'm not really that committed. Um, it's, now, the only team, the only thing, the only thing time I'll ever do something like that is if South goes to a Super or South goes to the World Series, which right. I, I wouldn't be shocked if that happens pretty soon. But well, we um, almost made it to a super, not I mean, literally, literally this past year, right? Yeah, they were they were six outs One game away. away. From, they were yeah. six outs away from a super. But um and I was already I was I was there. I was going for sure. I was going. Oh yeah. Um but um that's the only that's the only time I would ever commit to something like that. Uh but uh, once again, I I was never really a fan of anybody for real like that. I never was raised around any big league clubs. That's the bad thing about being a in raised in Alabama, is that you don't really have a pro team. Like you're kind of you're like loosely related to Georgia, you know, in that right. respect. That's really it. So I never really was raised to be a diehard fan of any professional team. I had to create my own fantasies and who I liked and stuff. But that's dope, dude. Good for you. That's a bucket list. That's a bucket list item, no doubt. Right, and exactly that. That is exactly what it was. It was. A bucket list thing, and it, just to go to one was a bucket list thing, and then right. I lucked into the other two, all three. That's nutty, dude. Good for you, man. Good for you. I just that was a check to get in uh, there. It was a check. So I the I, guys behind us were saying they paid thirteen hundred dollars on Sunday. I'm like, yeah. I can't. I can't even imagine having to drop that for tickets. Literally, but if Georgia makes the you no know, natty. That's what exactly I'm doing. 
Yeah, you're going to have to if you're going to do that. Yeah, I'm about to read a story real quick. I think we might have just lost Adam Anderson. Who? Our best pass rusher. Permanently or just for the game? Oh, no, something bad. Like some, hold on. Something with the law, apparently. Hold on. Oh, no. Huh. You hate to hear that. Oh, no. Oh, I can't say this on here. Why not? Oh. Send me the link. I'll send you the pictures. Oh, there's it's, pictures? Um, no, of the, of the text messages going through. It's a... Uh, it's uh, close to a Bauer situation. Let's just say that. Oh, yikes, dude. Yeah. No bueno. Yeah, that's no good. Hate to hear it. Um, moving onward. Uh, yep. Back the to games, the World Series. The games were dope. So, the first two games, I won. I actually won like almost 100 bucks on these games. because Dude, I was going to bet 50 on game six. I, was, I didn't. I was betting. I never betted a money line. It was all first five over-unders and then total over-unders. So I okay. bet the first two games I went over first five. The third game I bet under eight and a half. And then oh, uh, there you go. Exactly. 2-0. I hit Ian Anderson's the the because remember it was the bad weather. And I That's was like, right. Yeah. And and I should not text you because I knew it was going to be shitty weather and I knew Ian Anderson had been doing well. So just combined with those two, I was like, there's no way they score that many runs. Right. I don't um, dis- so don't disagree with all that at all. Nailed that. And then the short porch in Houston. I knew they were, the runs were going to get put up hella in Houston. Right. So uh, I I felt good about all of those games. So I actually did really well uh, on the betting side uh, of those games. But it was really cool to see the uh, the Braves win it. But my thing here's my thing. So would it have felt better if Acuna was on the field? I want to say yes, but at the same time, if we don't, if we have Acuna, we probably don't have those four guys. And what I mean is, is does it feel? Be- would it be? Would it feel better in terms of organics? Because you literally had to go get these guys in the middle of the year. These guys aren't, weren't a part of the grassroots Braves, and right. they just came in. You know, they subbed in, and then got extra, got scorching hot, which was right beautiful. But um, does it feel better? Do you think it would feel better if you have a healthy Acuna the whole year and he maintain he's MVP level, maintains a great year, and then they win it? It's hard to say. It's one of those hypotheticals because he does that, but Austin Riley doesn't do what he does. You know, it's one of those sure. things. But once again, um, back to organics. It's Austin just Riley back to the feeling. Yeah, Austin Riley's a part yeah. of the Braves organization, though. True, that's what I mean. That's that's all I mean by this is that you literally just would it went be and got sweeter just having Acuna on the field? Absolutely, he's a top three player, if not the top player in the MLB, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's a homer take. I don't care. I know Mookie. I know Tatis. Whatever. He's Trout good. can't stay healthy. Best available. Uh, he's really. If you're good. not available, you ain't playing. All right. He's really. Best really ability good. is availability. So that's on. That's my take on that. But. Yes, to a sense, it would probably feel a little bit better, but ain't nothing feeling better than already winning the damn thing. Like, you got Albie, Swanson, Riley, Freddie, Acuna. You know, like, those, that five, that core group right there, that's more than 50% of your lineup is just draft picks or early trades when they were in the bottom of the organization. Right. That is, that's impressive to do, you know? 
That that yeah. don't happen. You don't do that if you're the Yankees. You don't do that if you're the Dodgers. You don't do no. that if you're the massive cap teams. You don't have to. So it's really impressive to see somebody like them or somebody like the Giants, if they would have won it, that would have been cool, even though they did the trade like Tampa thing. last year. Yeah, something like Tampa would have been badass. Those teams are way more impressive to me than just going and buying players. Granted, oh, yeah. the players that were bought are B-list actors in terms of the athletics, in terms of the baseball player norm. They weren't right. your Trouts. They weren't your... They weren't your Max Scherzers. They weren't your Trey Turners. They weren't those guys coming out of the trade coming out of the trade deadline. So they were just normal names. Rosario was a normal name, dude. He was Jock, injured. And Jock, he was injured for exactly. a month. Jack Jock Peterson was the biggest name out of that entire deal. Yeah. And he wasn't even crushing, quote unquote. Like he was just a big name because he's Jock Peterson. And when he busted yep. onto the scene as a rookie, everybody loved him. That's the only reason he was a relevant name. It wasn't because of his numbers. I mean, he had terrible. He had mediocre numbers, you know. Right. Uh, so I mean, it it was that. I guess that's still impressive on that side. But um, I was just wondering what your take on that was. I, it would have been really. That's the reason it would have been really badass for me to see Acuna be on the field with you with with yeah. that squad, because if for him, if he's any kind of a competitor, this World Series is lit, but it's tarnished. Yeah, because. I mean, he he gets a ring and everything, of course, yeah, right? Yeah, he's he gets with the a team. Ring, he gets all technically, the cool shit. hey, I think Azuna gets one technically too because he was right. part of the team at one point, right? Right. And also, also, Acuna carried that team to five hundred. Without Acuna in the early stages, y'all yeah. don't do well. No, exactly. Y'all don't I mean, make he the playoffs play that in way. general, in my opinion. He was picking it up because Freddie wasn't doing it. Literally, a Freddie lot of the guys at the time school. were not doing it. Yeah, none of them were. It was a, it was the Acuna show for the first two months. So it was, uh, yeah. it was, it, it, it does feel good for him, but I'm, I just know as a competitor, being able to contribute when the time comes is way more meaningful than being able to contribute on the front end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I don't disagree. I mean, you, I wish Acuna was there. I, I mean, he's my favorite player for sure. My favorite player on the team. I mean, I do personally think we need to pay the shit out of Freddie Freeman. Yeah. He's earned that. The guy, the guy went in the NLDS or CS. He struck out seven times in a row and still sit, hit, somehow hit close to three hundred. Right, no, that's or crazy. over three hundred. It's that's insane. Vizy Vizy just said the real question is, do they win it with Acuna? And I don't, uh, I don't know because that draws the that draws the uh, the question because they got all these guys because they all these guys were we going to be an the outfit. equivalent of Acuna. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. they needed them. So I don't know, man. I don't know uh, because Rosario batted 500. Like, yeah. who the fuck bats 500 in a six-game series? That's insanity. You know. Yeah, I, I'll say this: I don't see. I think Eddie having that performance might have made him a little too expensive for us in terms of re-signing him. Really? Um, I could see maybe Jock coming back. I don't. I think Duvall does. He declined his option, and they're going to arbitration now. Um, Solaire has to be back in case we get the DH because I don't see Ozuna playing next year at all. Even if all the charges are dropped or whatever they do, settle, whatever, he's still going to be suspended for a year. Right. So I think you have to re-sign Solaire. I mean, the guy is a – he's 6'4", 250. He hit a ball over the train tracks onto the onto the street below right it's he you have to resign him for that reason alone no doubt 
no doubt. And 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 Josh actually comes in and says the Dodgers will be back. They will obviously be back, dude. That that team is. They're already the World Series favorites. Yeah, it's, that team's ridiculous, dude. They're so good. Because they can pay everybody. It's true, dude. They have a huge market cap. That's just the way it is. Um, if they aren't back, it's a shame. You, they they can use oh. the worst managers on the planet and make it to the postseason every year. That's just the way it is. <laughs> if you ask Logan, they do have the worst manager in the planet. <laughs> well, there you go. Case in point right there. Um, it's a... Uh, it's good to see the Braves win it, man. It really is. I know. On to the next year. Do you think they win 90 games next year? 90? Yeah. Why not? You're telling me we get Acuna back. Morton's actually – oh, this is something we didn't even talk about. You lose Morton in the first game. Yeah. Pitching on a broken foot or leg. He's also 37 years old. Yeah, but we're getting him back. So, But going back to the series that we just won, Right. we overcame that. You, you get Soroka back, hopefully, off his Achilles. I hope and pray it's actually good this time. You get Acuna back. Maybe we get the DH. I, I mean, we got to get – we need more pitching help, I'll say that. We need another pitching. We need another pitcher. Or I don't know if they're going to say, Tucker Davidson, you're going to be the guy or what their plan is, but we need another pitcher in that rotation because only having two starters, really, this entire World Series yeah. was a struggle. It's wild that y'all got it done. I mean, that just that's a testament to the bullpen, dude. Look at that bullpen, man. Those guys Tyler Matzik, dude. Dude, what Matzik's a, a freak. Mentor freak. The guy was an independent ball playing with Hayden. Really? They played together. And he's Hayden even said, This guy is nasty. He just had the yips. Somehow he was a starter at his first go around in the bigs. Then he comes back as a reliever and he is just he is lights out. He is nasty. I mean, he's proven that. He's a freak. I um look at the closer though. He comes out and y'all hate him, but look at him, dude. Yeah. Clutch. Hey. Comes in, does his job. Let me read you guys. Let me read this off for you what that guy was able to do because it's nuts. And he was not this all year. Braves closer Will Smith had an O O. He had a zero ERA, right? Point seven three WHIP in a one point three or point one three nine opponents average in eleven postseason appearances, and was two and zero with six saves and six opportunities. That's ridiculous. No other pitcher on any other team had more than one save this postseason. He's a free, he, he had freak numbers, dude. He crushed it. VG says y'all need Kendall Graveman. Where's he at? Yeah. We got. He said he got to get. See, I I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where Graveman is. Let's see. That I don't know enough agent. about baseball. He was I'm with so he was with Houston. I, that's what I thought he was. Is that right? I'm so yeah. out of touch when it comes to baseball, bro. You couldn't. You can't. You don't need to ask me about. You can ask me about baseball. Don't hey. ask me about big league baseball in terms of. He the was the last guy. He was the pitcher who took the last AB potential last AB as a pitcher in in the MLB. Really. Yeah, he hit in the bottom of the eighth, or the top of the eighth, or ninth, one of the two. But he was the last pitcher, essentially, to hit if we get the universal DH. Do you think that happens? Yes, 100%. This post, I, they have you think to this do happens it. this offseason? I think so. They It almost happened last offseason, and it should have. Right. It, it I, definitely uh, it needs to. You I know, think it does. It, it needs, needs to, to even out the pitching. It needs to, yeah, for pitching, but also in terms of just overall electricity involved around the game. DHs are huge, bro. DHs hit bombs. 
GHs hit yeah. fucking rockets to the moon. Some people argue for this, though, that it takes some strategy out of it. It does. I mean, Don't disagree, but it also makes the game more difficult on the pitchers that are already throwing a tic-tac at 100 miles an hour from a mound that's too close, in my opinion. So They throw this 100 miles per hour. So hey, That's insane. Why would you put your pitcher up there in the first place? It's just it's unnecessary, you know? Yeah, Especially it's just since an one side's already done it. You know, it just exactly. doesn't make any sense. It'd be different if nobody's done it yet, and this is like a crash, look like an experimental thing, you know? The AL They've been, already done it. The AL's been an experiment for how many years now? So it's just... Well, we've already seen the universal DH in, in the COVID season. It's a wild, a wild success. No doubt. It's excellent. It just doesn't make any sense to, in terms of pitcher safety. It doesn't make any sense in terms of a free out, essentially, because I don't give a shit... How many bum garners are out there? I don't give a shit how many green keys are yeah. out there. Guess what? If they hit in the big leagues, they're going to bat 162, bud. They're not big league hitters. Maybe not even that. Exactly. They just get fastballs. That is the difference between pitchers and hitters. They get fastballs. That's the reason some pitchers that have a semi-clue can hit sometimes. It's because they just get fastballs. Right. That's it. Um, It's just it's silly. Universal DH needs to be installed immediately vz's and vz's on board with that as well and if you aren't on board with that i just need i need clarify i need rationale you know i need quality rationale out of you as to why it shouldn't be the case because there isn't any there's no i, can't no, I, I don't any. have any i'm saying i want it no yeah there's gotta be a, it gives me a reason to have jorge soler on my team true and also dude that gives another roster spot to the nl as a hitter gives another oh, opportunity um I mean, it, I don't think it takes away from the arms, but it just gives another guy a chance to play. And, well, it's uh, another; it's not a hole in the lineup anymore. True. Like I heard, look at the Braves for example this postseason when they the World Series. It benefited the Braves being in Houston because of those four guys that they had. Yeah. Who when they came to Atlanta, they had to make a decision: who's playing, Jock or Jorge? They played Jock most of the time. They were going righty lefty. Whoever was starting, that guy was hitting. 100%. You don't have to do that as much. Hundred percent. You still can to an extent, but look, they got to play all three guys, right? Or and, four um, guys for keep forgetting Duvall. Right. He was just an everyday guy, so. Which is wild, when you think about it, that you forget Duvall and he was the starter. But um, it's uh, a, <laughs> it's, it's good for the game. I need DH immediately, but uh, nonetheless, World Series phenomenal. Glad we got to witness it. Glad I was I was at a time where I could uh, have a friend catch a foul ball at the World Series. That's cool. Um, monumental moment for you. Monumental moment for the fam. Y'all are fucking diehard Braves fans. Gang, gang. And yes, uh, it's about time, you know. And, and everybody who gave me crap can suck it. There you go. <laughs> Uh, it's been my thought for a little while on that one. There you go. I'm just glad uh, it, Atlanta needed this. We needed it. it we've been quote-unquote cursed, and now that's gone. So whether or not we do it again, I think we could. We have the pieces to do it. But if you look at the history, we probably – nobody repeats in the MLB. Nobody does. So yeah. can we win a couple more? I could see that happening with this core. I, like you said, Acuna. Young, Acuna, bro. Oz, if you can retain Freddie, that's the key. Yeah. He's the heart of the team. 
Yeah. Got to retain Freddie and keep the pitching coming. Yeah. So I, uh, retain Freddie, get Acuna healthy, and then you got the core. Vizzy brought up a good point. Um, right after, <laughs> right after Joe said that uh, the pitchers can pound sand, I'm with that. Uh, Vizzy brought up a good point. Is the ne- the real question is do they do they win do they repeat or do they even make the postseason? But that's the cool thing about the Braves. The Braves <laughs> remind me a lot of Auburn. Because you never know what you're going to get, dude. They well, can win just it all, this, or they could win 72 games, bro. You never Beasy, know. let me just say this. Four East divisions in a row. You really think the bum-ass Phillies and the bum-ass Mets are going to do it? And that's just traded away their entire team. The Marlins aren't the Marlins. Even though Dansby today did say he thinks the Marlins have the best pitching in the division. They are a down division, I will say. Um... The fact, dude, if the Mets could hit, they'd be unbeatable. But um, they uh, yeah. They, uh, I mean, look, they both both the the Phillies and the Mets have an incredible roster, but they just can't put it together. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. Um, it's been like that since the Phillies got Harper. You love to see it though. Love to see the Braves come out and do the damn thing. Feels good. Yep. Um, let me mention something. Um, we're actually are we done? We done with the World Series? Go Bravos! Yeah, we are. Chop we on. Can move. Yes. Also, hey, chop on. to hell with everybody. That's trying to get rid of the chop. Literally, oh. hey, if you want to get rid of the chop, double birds. That's how I feel. You know? Well, it's funny to me. Double birds. You got guys dude. like Jeff Passan. You got Jeff Passan out here writing articles, calling us racist, of course. I mean, Idiot. he wants to get his clicks. And then he's writing stories yesterday about how incredible this story is for the Braves. Yada, yada, yada. It's one thing or the other, man. Pick a side. He's an idiot. Hey, Passan, you're an idiot. Hey. I hope one day. Sorry, dude. I hope one we day won. I'm relative. I'm relevant in any capacity, and and somebody's trying to dig up some dirt on me. I hope they find this video and they show it to you. Passing, you're an idiot. <laughs> so um, I just don't. I mean, again, it's just they want clicks. It's 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 sad about journalism now is they're just getting to the point where they want clicks. It's uh yeah it is it's it's rough. So hey, chop on. I'll chop with a bird. Don't care. That's what y'all need to do next year. Just double bird chop, bro. Just <laughs> I, I'll say this about the Braves. I'll say this. They've they've toned it down the past few years. They didn't tone it down this playoffs, especially the World Series. They amped it up. Good, dude. You're the fucking the Braves. The frequency the which that we did this, those three games. I need I need your quite tricep incredible. tendon that connects to your elbow sore. You know what I'm saying? My shoulder was hurting. We were doing it so much. I, that's what, I need labrum. I need I need you to get real labrum. Yeah. Real liberal with it. <laughs> go go full arm. Go full arm chop. Hey, it felt like I just threw 90. Dude, exactly, bro. So, <laughs> dude, nobody else has that. And that's what they're bummed out about. They don't care about the Indians. They don't. They don't care about well, when Native they don't American say anything people. When they don't care. They don't say anything that the fact that FSU does it every single Saturday. Yeah, that's weird. The Chiefs did it on Sunday. Oh, that's crazy. What are we doing here? That's wild, dude. That's wild. Now we got next year. Who do we got? The governors, the generals, and in, in Cleveland. No, no, guardians, guardians, guardians. Oh, that's a good name if you're in the XFL, dude. <laughs> what the hell? Get that arena football shit out of here, bro. It's bad. Get the arena football shit right on out of here. Next thing I know, they're going to change their color scheme to neon green and navy, like the Seahawks, or like the Hawks did. Yeah, like, come on, dude. Come on. Bullshit. Anyway, if LeBron can be in the box seats at the Cleveland Indians game and enjoy the Indians baseball team and wear the Indians hat, then everybody can because he virtue signals more than anybody. 
Well, right now he's just, just here's our football talk. Now he's advocating for OBJ that he's still got it. I think he does. I don't think he does. I think OBJ's a stud. I think also, I think he's I think, washed up. I think he's a stud, but I think he's I think his ego is way too big. Yeah, he, I don't think he is what he was at in New York. He's not at all. I don't. Been, he's it's been five or six years since he did you know the whole catch thing and when he was taken over the league, he hasn't done shit. I think. As most players do, I think people, I think people get better with more opportunities given. He's not a small Agreed. sample size guy. He's high volume. Look at how many targets he got in the at the Giants versus how many he's getting at the Browns. Baker is a team oriented quarterback. He is wanting to win at all cost. He doesn't give a shit about the star that's under their feet on Madden. He don't care about your overall rating. The guy just wants to win. I do wholeheartedly believe that, even though he can't win. That's yeah. Whatever. I think he is. I think he truly just wants to win. He don't give a shit about your feelings. Eli had one target. Because he had nobody else to throw the ball That's what to. I'm saying. So he was catching bubble screens, underneath routes, catching the damn, the, cur- the, the fade. He was catching all of it. He was getting targeted on all of it because that's his only weapon. And that's what we're seeing is that when you when you don't give OBJ enough opportunities, he's not he's not the caliber of player, and I don't even know I can't even think of one that is ex- excellent on minimum targets. But maybe Julio, maybe. But it's just he's not getting enough targets to be that superstar that he thinks he is, and he's on the wrong team for that, bro. They got they got skill out there. They've got guys yeah. that can catch footballs. Hey, you want to do that? Go to Jacksonville. That's the damn truth. Go, go to Jacksonville. Go to Detroit. Go to teams that, that don't is, have anybody that, that need truth, help, bro. That is the damn truth. Um, I just think that that's the case, and uh, I think he's. I think what's going on. I don't know enough about it to have a true opinion on it, but it's tough. Well, he to had see. his dad post an eleven-minute video. That's rough. I knew that eleven-minute video of him not being thrown the ball. That's there, rough. You you really think Baker saying ah, not throwing the ball throwing the ball to OBJ? Imagine, like, no. imagine this isn't middle school football, Dick. This is yeah. professional football. These guys make millions of bajillions of dollars to score and win football games. They don't care about your feelings, dude. You know? Yeah. They don't give a shit about how you feel. We don't care. So it's just, uh, it's a, it, it ha- I don't like it because I am an OBJ fan. Um, but we're making the wrong moves. Uh, I, th- I still think he has what it takes, but, um, I think he'd be a good fit for somebody like Jameis. Jameis is a yeah. quarterback that loves targeting well, his favorite players. OBJ would be one of those guys. If he went to the Saints, I think that he would shine there. I really do. I got a pretty good one for you, and this can roll into our next conversation too. Okay. What if he goes to Las Vegas? I mean, not a good spot for him like city-wise, but for his ego. I mean, team-wise, though, they kind of need to fill a, fill a spot. They do now. That's for sure. They do now. Ooh, they do they ever at the moment. God, um dude, what a situation. Yeah, it's tough. I'm obviously you can't I'm not casting any stones, bro. I'm not casting a single stone. We've been hey, everybody's been drinking, everybody's went driving. Not everybody's had a damn uh, an exotic car that can go 156, but everybody's done it in 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 a smaller way. And uh, I am I'm not casting any stones, bro. It's a f- terrible situation absolute worst case scenario and um 
you just gotta you gotta feel for him. Obviously, you feel for the 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 girl and her family. Yeah, that's horrific. But on the flip side, he didn't. That man, that man didn't get in his car and say, "I'm gonna t-bone a car going 150." When he got in that car, you know, that was yeah. never his intent. We all know that. So you can call him a lot of things, but uh, it, it terrible decision. But it, at the end of the day, that dude, we all know he's going through it. Normal people that have rational thinking, he's going through it. There's a lot of thoughts going in his head. And uh, it's like Hart, dude, Derek Carr came out and made a great statement. You don't, I mean, right. you don't have to, you don't have to defend the guy's actions to be on his side in terms of moral support. You don't have right. to say, hey, man, you did, you didn't do anything wrong. That's not, that's not how life works. The guy, the guy fucked up and, uh, he needs a team, you know. I mean, he needs people that that care about him and surround him, and that's rough, bro. Right, rough. But um, full circle back to OBJ, that would be a great fit. Derek Carr, I like Derek Carr. I like. Remember, people hate on him. He can sling it. Pre, He's just kind of pre broken leg. He was on was pace a stud. for an MVP. Absolutely. People do not remember this. He was the MVP f- that they were undefeated MVP front runner. Breaks his leg, their whole franchise goes down for three years. People are sleeping on that, yeah. dude. People are sleeping on that. And uh, I like Derek Carr, man. I do. I think he's a hell of a competitor. Um, what's cool about him, too, is he's, for all intents and purposes, he looks like a decent person. Like, he's a good person. Um, yeah, he definitely is. At the is. very least, he says the right things. And um, you want that out of your quarterback. I think that OBJ would be a good fit there. They obviously need a deep ball threat now. So, um That'd be that'd be dope. That'd be super dope. Yep. I think that'd be a good fit. No I doubt. mean, again, not the city. Probably not the best. He's already been in a limelight like that in New York. But if he could stay out of trouble, then yes, I think that'd be a good one. Right. Um, let's move on. I want to talk about one more story. Then we're going to talk about the rankings, and then we'll get into our picks. We got to talk about the pole assassin. I need. Tell me. I need intel on this. What's going on with that? Oh my God! I don't know I anything do about it. I about this. I, I don't. I don't look at things. I, what? What is you the don't, meme? Uh, I, this isn't a meme. I know, but this I saw the story. meme. So, what is the meme about? Okay, so if you guys don't know the story, I'm gonna just divulge it real quick for you. Jeff Banks, special teams coordinator at University of Texas, was at Alabama on Nick Saban's staff. He is married to this woman. Are married, dating, whatever. Danny, aka a former stripper who went by the name Pole Assassin. No, that's okay. I mean, fine. Hell yeah. But this ain't your normal stripper. <laughs> this is a stripper that went on. Oh my God, I just blanked. Jerry. Jerry Springer? Jerry Springer. Shut up. God, I blanked. She was she on, went Jerry on Jerry Springer, dog. Yes, went on Jerry Springer, and Jerry oh, Springer yeah. called her the goat. <laughs> the goat. <laughs> and this isn't the best part. This isn't the best part. So the pole assassin has a monkey. And this isn't a normal monkey. This monkey is a stripper monkey. It performs with her. Stop. Or would. So she's it would a, perform with so her. So her monkey is the, is the Robin to her Batman. Yes. There is literally a picture of the monkey with ones in, a, like, I guess a G-string or something. That's lit. But it has ones on it. That's lit. So, 
Getting to the story real quick. All right. So Jeff Banks and the pole assassin decide, all right, we're going to set up a haunted house in our neighborhood for the kids. Fine. They said, all right, then we're going to have a party for the adults too on another part of the property, whatever. So there's this massive house. She does a full video where she shows everything. Special teams so, coordinator, by the way. Massive house. Special teams coordinator right, making a million dollars. Go ahead. Next. Oh. Um, Oh, and this guy's name is up for, I think, the Washington State job, too. So, pretty interesting. So, the whole thing got started because of this. A kid ended up getting bit by the monkey. Because, apparently, <laughs> allegedly, the kid went all the way through the haunted house, went through some gates, somehow found the monkey cage. I don't know if he stuck his arms in there to play with the monkey or something, but apparently the monkey had to be quote-unquote, ripped from the kid. Hmm. But so the pole assassin went on the Twitter and said, oh, this is all lies. Um, none of this is true. He's just a little scratched up. I haven't even heard from the parents, yada, yada, yada. And so it really gets blown up because PFT commenter gets involved in this and is like, there's no way this is happening. This is happening during Monday Night Football, and this is taking over instead of Monday Night Football. No way. So she goes on this whole thing about, oh, he never did this. It's a support monkey. This is my monkey. He's never hurt a soul, all this stuff. He only, he would, or she would only do this if it felt threatened, and apparently it felt threatened or whatever, but the kid's okay. She said 11 and 12-year-olds should be able to read a sign and say that, have the mind to not mess with a monkey or something like that. True. But also I remember when I was 11 and 12 and I was doing some stupid shit. So yes, go ahead. onward. So, I mean, that's pretty much the end of the story. Um, she does end up doing a video from where the haunted house was set up. She goes through to cut like two or three gates and there is a sign on one of the gates. Now who's to say that sign wasn't put up right. after all this happened. Right. Um, it says do not enter, but I mean, it's just, you know, your printer sheet paper, right? She walks through, and you can see the monkey cage. I mean, it's a big cage. Like, like it looks like almost like a tiger cage. It's that big. And so it's just an incredible story. Now, does this get Jeff Banks in trouble with Texas? Probably not. I mean, it's known that shouldn't be. he's with this stripper. He apparently left his family and kids for this woman. Gang, so, gang. I mean, it's known. He was on Nick Saban's staff. She was there. So, gang, gang. I mean, I don't think he's going to lose his job over it, but it's Why just an incredible story. Exactly. Bad, bad look on the on the um, university it or something like that. It wasn't until everybody but, found out, apparently. Yeah. And so, the legend of the pole assassin. That's actually hilarious. Well, it's just an incredible story. That is wild. That is, first off, the wildest part is this guy's a, he, this guy runs special teams and he has a mansion? Nah. Yeah. Nah, bro. It's a. It's impressive. I. I don't think it's all his money, dude. You think the pole assassin's getting some getting some weekend reps? I don't know if she does anymore, but she definitely did when she went on Jerry back in like 2017. Jerry, dude, what was she doing <laughs> on it? I mean, that's my thing. Like, she literally performed. She performed on clothed, Jerry. Clothed, clothed, but yes. That is insanity. The monkey was not there. That's a bummer. I know. Apparently, the monkey I mean, needed to be there. Apparently a good thing. It would have bit somebody. <laughs> Here's my thing. You know monkeys, I'm almost certain they have to be registered through a certain like 
thing. Like you have to be licensed or something to own a monkey. Yeah, but also, probably. Uh, they live in Texas and Texas is different. Anything, man. Goes but in she Texas. had this. I mean, had to happen in Alabama too. True. True. true I don't true. know y'all's exotic animal laws over there, but uh, we I don't, don't assume they're not. We don't have very many very, animals. We just have a bunch of people who just kill animals for no reason. So, well, there you go. What do we do? <laughs> So that's the legend of the pole assassin. Just that an incredible is wild, story. Dude. That is super wild, actually. I, never, I, I literally, I would see memes, but that's it, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's it's an it. incredible story. That is wild. I started following it Monday night. I was like, this is incredible. That is nuts. See, I'm so, like I said, I'm, I'm so out of touch. When it comes to things like that, I only keep up with sports news, like big sports news. Technically, it's sport news. But I don't look at it. Ever so that's see I just fall I put, it popped up on my feed because of PFT or, if it didn't hit PS, ESPN or Sports Center didn't see it I the only the only meme I saw was Barstool Sports and it was a meme that's the reason I'm okay that's the only reason I know about it kind of I know the I know the phrase pole assassin that's it gotcha yeah it just popped up on my feed because PFT started getting involved and I was like oh my god I started going through the thread and I was Why like is this he is important? incredible. PFT, I mean, he's literally on part of my take. So that's what was his name, PFT commenter. It's a, it was a joke. Essentially, he ran that Twitter account. It's how he got on the barstool, um, a few years back, and how they started. Part of my take was he started the Twitter account and started making jokes on to Mike Florio, who ran PFT Pro Football Talk. So that's kind of where he was just make ridiculous claims and. Just essentially spoof and be funny. Oh, PFT's like a thing. It's a ca- it's a character. If right, that makes right. Sense. But PFT's like a thing though. Like it's a legit. Yeah, pro football talk. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's Mike. It's Mike Florio. See, I didn't know that. I don't know any of that shit. That's crazy. Yep. That's crazy. What else we got? College football rankings, and we'll go the playoff rankings. All right, I'll tell we'll you what just... I'm pissed about. Why the fuck is Cincinnati not in the top four? I don't give a shit. I don't care if there's any other teams that are better than them. Put them in the playoff so they can get thumped and we don't have to hear anything out of the group of five for another decade. That's all. That's all I got on the playoff. There's ring. still you're, – you're looking at this, though. We'll run through it real quick. We're just going to do the top ten, and then we'll talk about the rest. Okay. You got Georgia at one, Bama at two, which was a shock to me, Michigan State at three, Oregon at four, which I agree with this. Five is Ohio State. Yeah. Six, Cincy. Michigan at number seven. I don't agree with that. Oklahoma at eight, which that that was my biggest shock. Um, Wake Forest at nine. Notre Dame at ten. Um, Alabama being at two, Cincy at six, and Oklahoma being at eight is what really shocked me. Why? Why is is it in what capacity is it shocking? Is it shocking because they're too high or too low? Bama personally thought too, was too high, okay. but who's uh, who's objectively going to say? Alabama's not the second best team in the country. Nobody. I'm looking at the list right now, and they're at the least the third. A best. football favorite over everybody but Georgia right now. Exactly. So I mean, number two. That's maybe not Ohio State. Maybe. Maybe Ohio State. They're playing decent right now. They're playing okay, but I'm not so. You on just them. have a Michigan State team who actually beat Michigan. They should be number two. I agree. If not Cincinnati, uh, that's a f- because formality. Number two, maybe. Yeah, but. That's what I'm saying. Sure. The formality of number two, like Alabama should not be there because who have they beat? 
Well, that, but now, but you're this looking state? at it in terms of AP top 25, though. I feel like the AP top 25 is more like, oh, I understand they're unbeaten. We're gonna put these, we're gonna put these teams above a one loss team that we probably know is a little bit better. I feel like the playoff rankings can't, are a thing because you want a. You want a group of people that are going to say, look, I know that there's a one-loss team right here, but they are better than this undefeated team, in my opinion. And the vast majority of those opinions are pretty close to the, what the rankings are like now. I think if any, I think that uh, I think Cincinnati gets beat by Ohio State. I think I think Cincinnati beats Oregon. I think Cincinnati is if they stop the run, I think they're capable of beating Michigan State, and then I think they get thumped by Alabama and Georgia. That's how I feel. I feel okay. like I feel like Cincinnati is a top five team. Um, yeah. I think I think the real a real good matchup would be the Bearcats and the Sooners. I think Oklahoma and and Cincinnati would be a hell of a game to watch. Um, I do too. Wake Forest is dog shit. Yeah, uh, they haven't played anybody. Oregon's dog shit. They're not a good team. That was a spoof game. But they the should Buckeyes. be ahead of Ohio State though. I, they should be win. because they played. They won outright and it was at home. I agree. Yes. But all in and all, and they they had injuries. Right. All in all. Oregon, they're the they're almost as one dimensional as Navy. Literally, they can't yeah. throw the ball at all. They're worse than Michigan State when it comes to it, and they have a Michigan worse State running has back. Has a great court. running back, though. Yeah, they have the best running back in the country, arguably, side yeah. behind Bijan. But it's a uh, and that's uh, for debate, in my opinion. I think this kid's legit. Uh, yeah. I um I don't know. I'm uh, I'm upset with the fact that they don't have Cincinnati up there because. I want a group of five team to be in there because I want I just I want somebody to give them a damn chance. They've proven it the last two years. They are a twelve win team every year. You know, like they win a bunch of football games. Give them a damn chance. It's like yeah. Boise back in the day. Uh, it's it, it sucks, dude. It sucks to see um, coming from a mid major. I know baseball is vastly different, but um, it just sucks that a uh, group of five. A group of five team isn't after all of these. I mean, they beat they beat Notre Dame. All they can do is have a schedule. That's all they can do. They can't schedule like an SEC team. They they're at the they're at the mercy of their their conference. That's the reason they're going to the right. Big Twelve, right? Isn't that correct? Yes, that is correct. But the Big Twelve is about to. Yeah, because Oklahoma and Texas are coming out. But yeah. still, I mean, nonetheless, they are. Going I'm to saying be- that, but here we have a Oklahoma State and Baylor as eleven and twelve. Oklahoma State's dog shit. I think Baylor beats them outright. Um, I do too. I well, um, they already Baylor. No, wait, hold on. They already did. They beat Baylor. Oklahoma State beat Baylor twenty-four to fourteen. Then yeah, that's Baylor's only loss. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting then. Who did they? Who, oh, that's Baylor's only loss. You're right. And but OK yeah. State lost to somebody fluky, right? Iowa State. Yeah, but they covered. They did cover. I gain. I, I hit that bitch. <laughs> um, I did too. I uh, I don't know. I it's too early for me to really give a shit right now. I know these play, these rankings don't matter at all. I mean, look, Bama. Everybody knows the deal with Bama. They went out, including the SEC championship. They're in. They lose the SEC. They lose one game between now. In the first in the SEC championship, including that game, mm-hmm. they're not getting in. Yeah, I agree. There's no way they put them in with two losses. No. There's not. Does Michigan? Their State, margin of error is not there. Does Michigan State and Ohio State play each other at all? Yes. When? Like two weeks. Really? Yeah. That's gonna be that's, the Big Ten's gonna. Yeah, is, they play. Hey, that is a huge game. Three weeks. That is they. Hey, all game. of this, all of this works out. 
The Big Ten works itself out. Yeah. So what does it look like for Big Twelve? I mean, do the Sooners just win out and go to the playoffs again? Yes, if they went out, they're in. They're going to. Because they have, they still play Baylor and Oklahoma they State, oh, and then they have oh, to play one of them again. Never mind, they may not win out. But look, they have well, not even that. They have Baylor, then Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and then whoever number two is out of those three teams, or a Baylor and Oklahoma State. Right. I love Caleb Williams. Love him. He's awesome. Love him. Should have been a quarterback from the beginning. He's if he is, this is if this he's a quarterback the entire season. Completely different rankings. If they went out and Michigan State loses a game, he should win the Heisman. If Michigan State wins out, running back should win the Heisman. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm going to tell you this. Oregon needs to lose to make this a little bit cleaner. Oh, I know. They're not going or to, though. Ohio State needs to lose. Somebody has to lose of those two to make it cleaner. I know. That's the reason we need Michigan State to low-key beat them. Yeah. Because if they don't lose, Cincinnati gets railed again. And that's going to be bullshit, dude. That's going to be a ton of bullshit. This year is the prime example of why it needs to be expanded. We need an expanded playoff. Eight teams minimum. Let's be honest. What do we do if Wake Forest somehow goes undefeated? Do they just get left out? (laughs) That's That's such a fair point. Do they get left out? Because they, even when they play for their ACC championship, it's probably going to be Pitt. They're not even ranked. It's because they're dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> that whole dude, that whole conference, they might as well be a group of five conference this year. Yeah, but here we are. Wake's number nine, eight and zero. They're going up against UNC, who is four and four. Underdogs. They're they're the dogs. They're the dogs. They've been dogs on three separate occasions that I've seen this year. I know. To be it's fair, insane. I granted this ACC. Auburn's 2010 run, they were the underdogs, I think, for like seven weeks. They Seven weeks, that national championship run, when Cam Newton was quarterback, they were underdogs right. for like literally seven out of the, out of like the, uh, the 12 weeks, 11 weeks, whatever. That makes sense. Um, And they won out. But granted, this SEC, so it's way different. than. And it wasn't a downtrodden SEC either. There were some dogs. LSU yeah. was dogs. Alabama was dogs. Georgia was good. Like, they were. They were. I think that was Joe Cox. They were all. They were all really good teams. So I mean, it's different than the ACC, where everybody's ass already, and now you have a downtrodden Clemson team. So it's just like Wake Forest is a scam. You know, it just feels. Yeah. It feels fluky. I, I really yeah, hope that then, Cincinnati gets in somehow, man. That would. Excuse me. That would make it way better for me. To, to, to digest yeah. this playoff situation because Desmond Ritter, he's a fifth year. He's a stud, stud of a quarterback. And I just want him to be on the high. I want him to be on display at the highest level. I want him to be able to get an opportunity against somebody better than Notre Dame. Notre Dame sucks. So that's just, that's just the bottom line. You know, Notre Dame wins out. They're not in either. Hell no, they're not. They don't, they don't play anybody. So. They're shit. They're a dog shit team. Um, yep. The Aggies, they beat Bama. They, if they went out, they're in. If, if Texas A&M wins out, they're in the playoffs. No, 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 no. So, they're not, they're if they not. don't be... If, I'm talking about they can get into the SEC championship. So, I don't what, think the, what I'm saying is if they beat Georgia, they're still not in the playoffs. No. Why not? Two-loss team. It'd be the same situation. I mean, yes, they have an SEC championship, and they're, they're, it doesn't matter. It's not going to happen. They're going to lose Auburn this weekend. 
I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. But look at Auburn. Auburn, same situation. If they beat Bama um, and Georgia back to back weekends, do you put them in the playoffs? <laughs> that's what's so shitty about this, dude. Somebody's got to lose, bro. This week, this this year is actually low key one of the most electric years ever because there's so many moving parts right now. There's so many teams that are one loss. There's so many teams that are playing one losses. You know, like there's a lot of head to head, and it'll all shake out, like you said. The dust will settle here in a month. But yeah, my thing is, is uh, Oregon wins out, Oklahoma wins out, Michigan State wins out. Georgia loses to Alabama in the conference championship. Who the fuck goes to the playoffs, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's crazy. Let's just say it's all going to work out, and we're just going to keep it moving. Dude, hey, Georgia makes it simple. If They they went out. Yeah, that's true. They make it easier for Cincinnati. They make in. it easier for everybody if they just went out. Yeah. Uh, dude. We get the Alabama out of there. That's notorious. <laughs> They're notorious. I mean, Alabama, that... They're just a good football team, dude. I wouldn't be shocked if they beat Georgia. I don't know. Really wouldn't. Somehow. I wouldn't be shocked if they lost to Auburn, though. Uh, nobody would be shocked if that's the case either. I'm with you, bro. Yeah. Auburn's getting better, which is weird as shit. For the first <laughs> time in my life, I can say that Auburn's progressing. It's really bizarre to watch. Um, I like the. Not I, ready for picks? I like that. Uh, yeah, we're about to get into it. I like the playoff rankings. The only reason I like it, though, is because there's so many. There's. There's gonna be this is gonna be looking so different after what? Oh, the yeah. end of November. It definitely does. The end of November. At the end of November, this is gonna be next week is gonna look so different. different. Yeah, I, we need to look at who's head to head in the playoffs top ten. There's gotta be one or two. Michigan State, Ohio State, Ohio State, Michigan. That's next. This is coming weekend. Oh, this weekend? No, I mean the only thing that's really happening this weekend is A and M Auburn. Yeah, that's the that's the highest ranking opponents facing each other, yeah. right? Yeah, I think so, but um, yeah, I think Baylor might have one this week. This is uh, this does set up for something like cool, man. It does. This will be a cool year for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's the argument for the playoffs already. No doubt, being expanded. No doubt, hundred percent. All right, let's get into the let's get into our picks. All picks right, of the week. All right, let me get there. You can go ahead and go with yours. All right, let's pull it up over. Let's see, I hate when it does this. Oh, that was live. We don't want live. Hating that Georgia State, I ha- hating Georgia State's winning three nothing in the first. I was gonna take them. <laughs> Hate that. Uh, whatever. We'll just keep it moving. Um, I'm actually gonna start off with my first pick is for tomorrow. Okay. Utah minus nine against Stanford. Okay. Utah uh, Stanford's quarterback might be out now. If he is in, I'm changing. I'm not p- taking that pick. But if he's out, I'm taking that pick. Because they look like dog crap the last time that happened early on in the season. Yeah. So I'm taking that. Okay. You got yours? Uh, yeah, I'm going to – I mean, I just kind of teased it. I got ULL. They're playing right now. Uh, I got them at minus 13 and a half. Not looking good early, but, hey, a lot of ball left. A lot of ball. Oh, and it's at ULL. Hey, whole lot of ball. ULL, we're fine. Hey, 13 and a half. Yep. I think I teased it down to 13. Which is actually a pog champ because that could actually work out in my favor if they win by 13. They can now with a field goal. So, um, this will make you feel bad, but there was like literally 80% of the money was on ULL. 
Yeah. I was going super contrarian on that one. Yeah, there was a, a lot. I mean, everybody's picking ULL in this game. They are overhyped, yeah. but, I mean, I'm on a heater. I'm going to continue with my process. And, hey, part of it, we're going to keep it moving. Um, go yeah. over your next one. And you have this game as well, so we'll just get on it. <laughs> I can't believe this is really the line again. We talked about it during our just now. Wake Forest plus two and a half. Yeah. I'll probably buy it up to three, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, I would not be shocked if North Carolina won this game. Oh, I won't either. I mean, it's the type of game that Wake would lose to go, you know, right after playoff committees just gave them their ranking. 100%. That's the type of game. That's what would happen. Yeah. I took under 77. Um, a lot of points. I w- Last year they scored 100. I get it. I know that. I'm aware of that. Um, they both have anemic defenses. Uh, both have pretty good offenses. And uh, look, man, I get it. 77 is just such a big number. I mean, four punts a piece and they don't hit it. You know, that's just the way it is. Uh, All it takes is no big plays, no 40-yard-plus touchdowns, which will definitely happen, and they they don't even score 65. So it's – I took under 77. It's just too many points. Um, I did lose under 70 last night, by the way. That was tough. They ended up scoring like 100, I'm pretty sure. But um, uh, (laughs) I took under 77. You on some action? Yeah, I hopped in on the Ball State game or, or Kent State or who was it? NIU or you and I or whatever. Um, yep. that was that was I went under seventy seven. I'm gonna, I'm sticking with my unders on the big boys. Uh it's just I'm a finance guy, I'm a math guy. I just can't can't see it. <laughs> it's a lot a whole lot of points. It's a shit ton of points. Um you're on this you're on the same side as what I'm gonna take here. Ole miss minus eight and a half. Yeah. I, I, it's a bounce back game for them, like you said, or like we talked offline. It's, yeah. Auburn, they beat that Auburn game. Then it's a trap game. This isn't a trap game now. It's a get-right game. Right, correct. Um, I think they go out and they – now, this is the return of Hugh Freeze, so that can be really motivating for him and his players on that side. True. But Ole Miss, they're going to dominate. I got a feeling. I feel like, yeah. Liberty's let me down a couple times. The two, the two, their two losses, I put them on the on the sheet and Oof, didn't do good with it. That's tough, dude. I, uh, yeah, I don't think Liberty's super good. Uh, Malik Willis is overrated, and um, he is a great athlete, but he's not the number one quarterback on the draft board, like everybody's saying. It's craziness. Uh, Matt Corral, get right game. He's gonna, uh, he's gonna come out and show out. I think they win by ten minimum. Um, yeah, but. Uh, it's uh, I think this is a pretty pretty comfortable bet for me. Um, I will say the over doesn't look bad. No, it doesn't. It's only sixty six and a half at the moment of yeah. this podcast. But uh, yeah, I got that one. Yep. Oh man, I want to take Georgia minus thirty nine because Mizzou is just so bad. So many. <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, it's like we were saying earlier. Apparently, um, the quarterback's in question for Missouri. If it is in question, um. I'm probably I would still stay away from 39. I would go under 59 and a half um, because that means Georgia or Missouri is going to put up zero points, literally yeah. zero. So now I will say this: they're a little bit va- better than Vandy, but Georgia did shut out Vandy and put up 62. That's true. That's true. I'm aware of that. But Tennessee also put up 63 on Missouri, so should be any indication right here. I don't know. Um, but I'm not going to – I probably won't touch that. I'm not even going to put it on the card. One game I am looking at, Ohio State-Nebraska. Very interesting game in my opinion. You think so? 15. You, you think tease it down to 14 and let it ride? I'm You're on the Nebraska side. Thinking this might be a closer game than some people think. Nebraska's played some close games. Yeah, they have. 
They played some. They played Michigan tough. They did. And it's at Nebraska. I, it's at Nebraska. Let's take a look and see what they've done their last few games. Now they're three and six. I understand this, people, but thirty to twenty three against uh, Minnesota. They lost twenty eight to twenty three to Purdue, which that's not a good loss. Thirty two to twenty nine against Michigan. Lost twenty three to twenty to Michigan State. Lost twenty three to sixteen to OU. Now these are good teams here. These are these are playoff top ten teams that we're talking about. That's true, all three of those are. In Ohio State, I mean, they rushed the field when they beat Penn State last week, and it was a close thirty three twenty four game. I I was on Penn State, and that was a bang up, and that was a bang with a banged up quarterback. Their quarterback, Penn yep. State's quarterback, hasn't been healthy since he got pulled from he since he got taken or hit knocked out of Iowa. The, the Iowa game. Um, yep. I just talked myself into it. I'm taking Nebraska plus 15. Oh, my God. You're a psycho. I love it. I'm doing it, man. I, I, would, I, I just I talked myself into it. I will not be shocked if that hits. I really won't. I genuinely will not be shocked. <laughs> I won't at all. Um, I just talked myself into it. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad bet. I'm not going to touch it. Not today. I'm not teasing <laughs> it down. I'm not teasing it down. Okay. Uh but I'm not. I'm not going to touch that one. Hey, I'm not. Ex- I'm not expecting them to win at all. Now, I'm just saying. Right. It could be a close game. True. Closer than some think. What was my next pick? I didn't. I didn't put them in yet. SMU. Baylor. Baylor. Where's that at? Yeah. Down the line. Yeah. Baylor. Yeah. This just seems just knee jerk lock of the week. I'm putting it in. We're locking it down. Baylor minus six and a half over TCU. Um. I don't even know who's on Baylor's football team. I just know that they're winning. Um, I know that they're seven and one. I don't know TCU's three and five. I do understand that it is at TCU, but one touchdown isn't very many touchdowns between a team that's three and five and a team that's seven and one. Um, TCU just fired Gary Patterson, their head coach, too. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, so I got I got Baylor minus six and a half. Um, I think that that is a lock of the week. If y'all are interested in that. Uh, we need to get this episode out quick. Uh, yep. But um, that that just seems easy. That seems free to me. Yeah, I'm with you. I have that one too. It's again, Gary Patterson just got fired. He's already stepping away. I mean, how how can they get up for that? I don't really see it. Baylor's been solid. I'm on Baylor, man. I'm I'm on Baylor with you on that one. I love that. Dude, Shane Shane mentioned, and I can't read the comments. I don't know why it's not automatically populating. Shane said, what a solid tripper name, the pole assassin. Yep. <laughs> Yikes, dude. Uh, my next pick, yes, Connor. Um, This is the hashtag. I actually have that one, too. This is the hashtag, Troy can suck my white ass game. All right? <laughs> Every year. For those of you who don't know, I got in trouble with my athletic director when I was at South Alabama because uh, their closer was talking shit. He was ass anyway. I stick to that to this day. I don't care if I see my in public. <laughs> I stick to that. We'll be cool. I'm not a good player either, but you're ass, sir. Um, he uh, he was talking shit on Instagram, so I posted a picture, and we were going in the weekend. Well, on that series, by the way. Going in the weekend, I said, all I said was, hashtag, Troy can suck my white ass. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, Calvi, not happy. He was not happy. He called me and called me a dumbass, and that's fair. But I ain't going to hide. I don't tolerate the bullshit, bro. <laughs> we, we had some words at the game. I don't tolerate that shit. I just don't. And um, 
He, uh, poetically enough, this guy was on our current pitching coach's pitching staff. He used to be the pitching. He used to be the guy. He was a. Uh, I think he might have been. Was he object? He was object guy when I knew him at Troy. He might have been pitching coach by then. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Brad Phillips. He's a pitching coach at South. Hey, gang, gang, Brad. We're cool now, bro. But if I ever said anything negative to you uh, at the time when you was at Troy, it's all love, dog. Go Jags. Um, so I got Jags <laughs> outright at Troy this week, plus one sixty five. Fuck Troy. That's how I feel. Go ahead. I'm taking Jags in the points, though. I'm with you. Yeah, it is plus four. It's way better. Way better line at plus four. But I'm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Plus four. My bad. I don't know why I said three. Plus 165. Jags outright this week. Jake Bentley at the helm. He was almost an SEC quarterback. He was an SEC quarterback. But let's be honest, he wasn't. But he kind of was. He started, but he wasn't really, you know, when when you think SEC quarterbacks, you don't think of Jake Bentley. But he's better than those quarterbacks in the Sun Belt, and it's shown this year he's actually he's actually done well for us. South in your mouth, Jake, and um, plus one sixty five for the easy cash. Let's get it. Yep, I'm on that. I am on that with you. Or not on that. I'm on the month. Oh, I'm taking the points, but I'm sitting here going through. God, for some reason, I'm no. I'm taking that one off. I don't like it anymore. Oh, no, we got indecision here out right at game time. Yeah, I was going to do Colorado State minus three and a half. I don't like that. Nope, I'm out. I'm out on that. I, I'll, we're both on this one. I'm then Auburn, give me Auburn plus five and a half. It jumped again. Auburn, yeah, it went up again. While the people are pounding A&M. I'm going to go once again, money line. I don't give a shit anymore. Auburn plus 170. They're a better football team. The receivers actually caught the damn ball against Ole Miss. If we don't muff a punt and just absolutely go flat, and make tons of just terrible plays and tons of terrible decisions in the second half, we beat them by 21. It's I mean, Granted, it's at Jordan-Hare, and magical things happen in Jordan-Hare, but nonetheless, they should have beat Ole Miss by 21. Um, they're getting better every week. Bo Nix actually looks like a decent quarterback right now. It's very weird. But I got Auburn outright. They're a better football team. I understand A&M. They're riding high. They're 6-2. and two. They beat Bama at home. They also lost to Mississippi State at home. So people are forgetting that damn game. Mississippi State's dog shit, and they lost to to them in the twelfth man. So I got Auburn outright. I think it's going to be close. I wouldn't be shocked if AM goes up early. I will not be shocked. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if, if just like every Auburn away game, they play from behind the whole game. Um, but I'm telling y'all, five and a half is definitely the better play. I'm going money line because I believe in that Auburn offense. I believe. Definitely in their defense. And Harson is a good coach. I'm standing by that. Yep, I'm I'm with you. Uh, next pick, the other Alabama team, Bama minus 28 and a half. Saban didn't forget about uh, 2019. He's going to take it to Coach O. You think so, In huh? his farewell game. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Come on. I wouldn't be shocked either. I'm not going to touch that one. Um, 28 and a half is a lot of points. Uh, I think LSU, at the very least, can score points. Uh, and Alabama's defense doesn't look great this year, to be entirely honest with you. Um, mine. What's what's my next one? What the what did I what else did I have? Uh, Michigan State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's that game? Is it down the line a little? I'm trying to scroll through. Are you on the la- Are you on our app? Our hypothetical app that we use. I am on the Excel. <laughs> oh, you're on the spreadsheet. All right. Yeah. Um. This is your last call. No, no wait. I have no, you one have one more. more. Where the hell is yeah, Michigan State, dude? I think I scrolled by it. They're playing Purdue. That's right. Michigan State, Purdue. This 
might be another lock that I have this week. If y'all are betting people, Michigan State minus three at Purdue. Purdue is a bad football team. Michigan State has the best running back in the country. I think they definitely win by a field goal. Um, if, they, if it's anything else than that, then they don't win the game, and that's not what I want to happen. I want to see that. I want to see that running back play against a defense that's legit. You know what I'm saying? I want to see him make plays against when there's no holes. I want to see him yeah, create I'm a gap. You. I want to see him do some magical shit. You know, Le'Veon Bell that shit back when he was in his prime for the Steelers, take his time and wait, let a hole develop type shit. I want to see that. Um, I think he does. I think he's capable of it. I think minus three is a lock there. And uh, I'll go ahead with my yeah, last one. Yeah, I'm on that too. Um, my last one. Go ahead. Uh, this is actually on the betting board lock. Um, it's high A grade. San Diego State minus seven um, for that uh, for the, the pack after dark. Um, the Pac-12 uh, at 2 a.m. game that we're going to have to watch. Uh, San Diego State mm-hmm. minus seven over Hawaii. Hawaii's a bad football team. San Diego State apparently wins ball games, um, And it's at Hawaii, which I'm sure that would throw anybody off. Uh, having to travel that far just for a football game, but nonetheless, it is from California, which would wouldn't, wouldn't be too bad. Uh, I think they I think they slow it down, and I think they score um, a lot, and I think they beat them pretty comfortably. Um, Hawaii's just really bad. They just they just are. Yep. Ever since they they had those that string of quarterbacks that could throw for seven hundred yards a game, they haven't been worth a damn. So, I got minus seven San Diego State. That's my last college. Yep. Um, well, you also had Oregon minus seven, so I have that one too. So we're just going to talk about that sure, one. Sure. Uh, some crap talking bulletin board material between the schools, between the Washington coach, talking about how Oregon has bad academics. Um, I think Oregon goes out and stomps them because of that. I'm taking the minus seven. Washington literally almost lost to Montana this year. So yeah, exactly. I understand yeah, Oregon money. won that one or lost against Stanford, yeah. but that was not Montana. Okay, so. Yeah. UTSA, my next pick. They I knew are you were going to go my, with them. They are my new Cincy, I dude. I knew you were going to go my with My new them, Cincy. Dude. Money train. Keep it going. Minus 11. Easy. They didn't hit Inch last U-tip. week, did they? Uh, it was one of these weeks they didn't sure. hit. I remember watching that game. And but they've been good. No, they have they've been, been good. They have been solid for sure. They're uh, they're win- they're like they're, one. They have like one or two yeah, losses. Their record on the ATS. spread this year is very good. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if that hits either, to be honest. No. All right, NFL, let's get into it. What's your pick? Uh, I'm only going to do two as of right now. I'll get into just two that I have okay. just looking at this quickly. Uh, Rams minus seven. All right, Rams minus They're seven. They're just too good, especially after getting what's-his-name. Um, I, I don't like either. I don't like the game tonight I'm, at all. Yeah, I'm. A, my first pick is going to be Jets plus ten. Uh, ten and a half, I teased it up one, a half a point. Colts are battling injuries right now, yeah. and the Colts are dog shit. The Jets are riding high right now after a pretty big win versus the Bengals. Uh, that quarterback, I don't know what happened to Zach Wilson, but he's not there. I think did he get hurt? He did. So uh, they're riding this this kid, um, and he proved that he can play football at the professional level last week. And he played a really good game, four hundred plus yards, three touchdowns, won a comeback victory against the Bengals. They were always in it, though. It wasn't a big comeback. It was just they, they were just right behind them the whole time, and he ended up winning it. Um, the riding high, I don't think they beat them by more than a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, next for me, you also have this one, Raiders minus three. Yeah, Raiders minus three. I think that's a pretty safe bet. The Giants aren't very good. They're banged up. Um, the Raiders, they just lost their big – they lost a, they lost a, a pivotal cog in the wheel that, that makes the, 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 the organization turn. But – 
I think they're going to use that as motivation, and they're going to rally together and say, hey, we're going to be fine. Um, I think Carr's a great leader. I think they're a good football team. Um, and I think I definitely I think they cover this game. I think I also have the Rams minus seven, by the way. You do? Uh, to everything that he was saying, uh, they just added um, a stud, a, a literal Hall of Famer, and the Titans are down. They're the best player in the country, so best player in the league. So um, I think a, I think a touchdown at home is free cash, in my opinion. Um, my next pick, I actually went with Broncos plus ten. I know the Cowboys are incredible against the spread this year, but ten points against anybody, if you're the Cowboys, is too many points. They play every game close. It seems like um, played close against the Pats. Uh, they play close against the Bucks. They just play everybody close. No matter how good the team is, yeah. how bad the team is, they just play everybody close. Ten points is a lot of points. I think I'm, I'm looking. I think we're looking at a backdoor cover where the Broncos are coming in late, and then the, the Cowboys they uh, they stay afloat. That's what I think that's going to happen on that game. What else do we have? Uh, I have one more, and you do too. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say mine. I got Eagles Chargers under 49 and a half. Uh, I don't know what's up with the Chargers right now. They haven't looked yeah, good. They haven't. And I know the Eagles just, you know, dog walk somebody. Or did they get dog walked? It's either or with that team. You never know. Let me let me look. I, I feel like they might have just destroyed somebody, but I don't trust their offense. I wouldn't either. Which is just pure and simple. That's why. Yeah, they just played Detroit. I mean, it's not really a get-right game in my opinion, but I don't trust their offense. Chargers haven't been very good. They're going to go under here. It's a pretty good play, actually, the more I look at it. I went with uh, the Chiefs. I'll probably get it up 50, just to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, I'd probably tease it up one. I, uh, I go, I'm go. i going with the Chiefs against the Packers. The uh, the quarterback, the renowned Hall of Fame quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers is out with COVID. Uh, the Chiefs, they're, trying to, they're scrambling. They need this. They need this win. This is a huge win. Obviously, it's going to be an asterisk beside the game because it's the Packers without their best player. But they need this win for morale. Um, I think at the very least they win. Uh, but I teased it down to seven at minus 120. I think the Chiefs can win by a touchdown, especially with all the weapons that the Chiefs have. And who's the court? Jordan Love is the quarterback for the Packers this week? Yeah, Jordan Love. I just Yeah, I got the Chiefs all day. Yep. No That's our picks, though, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just letting y'all know, if y'all have been keeping up with my picks, I'm on an absolute rager. I don't know if y'all have been keeping up. Yeah, the last time we talked, we both did extremely I well. I went 15-3 two weeks ago. This past week, I put in a round robin. So I put I staked like $300 on a round robin teaser, and I only ended up only winning 40 bucks. But I hit five of the six legs. If I would have hit the sixth leg, I would have won $750. Didn't even know it because I was drunk as shit at Halloween. But um, uh, I'm on a hit. How I'm much? A heat. I would have won like 750 bucks. Oh yeah. Well, Alabama screwed me two weeks ago. Yeah, that's a bad beat for sure. I would have won 400 if they didn't, you know, screw around with Tennessee in the first half. That was rough. 16, 16 parlay, and the a bet that hits 83 percent of the time yeah. didn't hit. Yeah, that was that was super rough. Well, listen, guys, thank y'all for hanging with us, man. Um, live. Thank y'all for interacting with us. Uh, I need to. F- we got to figure out a better way to interact because my comments, for whatever reason, they just don't pop up. Um, but uh, we're gonna get better at that. Thank y'all for hanging in with us. And if y'all uh, shot us comments and we were bannering with you, thank you for being here. Um, Post production. Thank y'all for continuing your support. Uh, we love y'all. Continue to download our podcast and and showing us some love on that front. Um, 
we're blessed, man. We're blessed, and we enjoy doing it. Uh, we're going to come back next week, and hopefully we're going to be in the green. So we really appreciate y'all, and I hope y'all have a great weekend. You got anything, Ryan? Uh, I have one thing. Let's get it. One easy little thing to say. Yeah. Go Braves. Hey, bravos, baby. Chop on. Chop on. Y'all have a phenomenal weekend. And, um, hey, like, rate, review, subscribe, comment, follow, all that shit. Do it, please. If you like us even a little bit. It means the world to us, and we're growing, and, and we're excited about it. But y'all have a great weekend, man. Thank y'all for being here.